Hello, my sexy little monsters. It is Lala Kent. With Rand. I'm super excited about today. Today's a big day. Today's a big day because, like, you know, we, like, go and we do our shit, which means, like, pickleball or swim or, like, read a fucking book. But today, we get to do our podcast. With a huge guest. And a friend. And a friend. So let's start with friend and a huge superstar. Somebody that I know... See, the funny thing is, I just worked with him and became friends through this creative process of directing my first movie, but I really knew about him because you are such a music aficionado that I didn't realize like what a superstar he is until you kind of educated so me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop this Do it. yet Do again. It. Do it. Y- you're 48 years old. 49. Th- thanks. Thanks for doing 49. that. 49. So like th- Randall's like grown as fuck. Thanks for the mortality check. Just so, so when he said to me, he was like, hey, Lala. Have you heard of this guy, MGK? I was like, yes, I'm a wild boy. Like, But here's the thing. Yes, I, I know Machine Gun Kelly. And I knew who he was, obviously, because I love music and hip hop and all that. But I didn't. when you said to me, oh, my God, he's like dope as fuck. Right. I was like, well, here's the thing. He's coming onto the acting scene in such a huge way that I was like, I am obsessed right now to get him in this role in the movie I'm directing. Right. And and you were like, you must do that. Like, and I was like, done. And then I, I I just, I knew culturally, but then I looked at his work and this is the best part of it all. He's a badass actor. Like, right. I mean, he's the real deal. So it's not like just, oh, I was stunt casting and putting him in. He is a talented motherfucker. So we got him in the movie. He and I clicked. We had the greatest experience and he is so talented. And then I said to him, you know, we have this podcast we're all stuck and um you know what do we got to do to get you on so he said just call me and 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 i'm i'm in so i know you're excited so am i i'm super excited because he's been doing number one he the first time i saw him in a movie was when i watched bird box with sandra bullock on netflix which so then i realized like oh my god mgk is in the acting scene which is really crazy because you see these like actors who want to turn into musicians and vice versa. And like, sometimes they kill it. And sometimes it's like, dude, stick to your day job. MGK is just like a talented dude. He does like the rock thing. He has this new, like punk rockish type album that he's dropping. I don't, it may have dropped already. I've been in quarantine. So like the only thing I know is, but I got I, a new pickleball racket, but... And he's dropping, like, a different video, like, almost every day, like, you know, with, with different artists. Like, okay. that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. The, the Instagram video you showed me on his IG... Yeah. ...where he fucking just, like, is on FaceTime with Marilyn Manson, and he's <laughs> like, hey, dude, like, what's up? Who should I cover this week? Because he does those songs. Yeah. He'll, like, do and he covers. Did, and, and he covered Rihanna. Oh, my God. I mean, is this guy get any more talented? I almost fell out of my chair, because I'm like... How do you cover Rihanna? And boom, he knocks it out of the park. I'm obsessed with Rihanna. And when I watched the video of his cover, I was like, damn, I kind of like his version more. (laughs) Okay. So I want to tell you something. So I know he's like, obviously very successful superstar sells out major venues. Right. He comes to the movie and I look at him obviously as an actor and that's what he wants to be treated. And he jumps right into the character, like straight up. I don't want to play a stereotype. I want to do something really awesome. I want to do something really creative. And for me, I was like, I hit the jackpot. So I'm looking at him as an actor. Then he covers a Rihanna thing. And I look on the gram and he's got Rihanna commenting like, like okay, no big deal. Yeah. Just like Rihanna's my friend and she just respects my work. So 
I was like, thank God I didn't see any of this shit before we made the movie because I think I would have been intimidated. No, I'm telling you, the fact that we have him on the podcast today has been my saving grace because let's be honest, like over the weekend, I had a really great time. I was like super hyped about everything. And then Monday hits and I'm like, oh, fuck. The fact that you're sober, A, through the quarantine and B, you know, in life, it's your life choice. I got to praise you because you got to. Be a I'm, strong motherfucker to dude, do what you're doing. I'm so. going to be really honest. If there was somebody that like was holding a crystal ball and they were like, a year and a half from now, Lala, you're going to you know, experience this quarantine because of a virus, I would have been like putting a pin in sobriety until that shit is fucking done. Anyone right. who's sober or you know, is getting sober, like everyone knows about the pink clouds. You're like, you're obsessed with your sobriety. Today... I was like, I'm going to need to, like, go over every step of the program again Just to and, like, really fucking dig I mean, into the bu- the big bug. That's, <laughs> that's really interesting because, I, you know, somebody obviously who's not sober and been through the program. So when you go through this pink cloud, what is the difference between right now and the pink cloud? Like, what is the feelings today? Like when you're having that feeling where everybody's thrown back okay so i can i can equate it to when people talk about a relationship the honeymoon phase perfect example yeah the okay. pink cloud sobriety is like the honeymoon phase for, for marriage six mo- for six months you're like i have no problem not drinking i'm fucking invested i'm reading my big book every day and then like a year and a half goes by and you're like why am i suddenly craving a whole bottle of rosé this is weird you know and then, so it's not easy it's no, not easy and and you have like the little the little devil that's like drink la la drink like you can just have one and then like your angel is like girl we've been through this we don't been through this like wow pick up your big book and read bitch i'm proud of you i, I Thanks, babe, I, gotta tell you, it's, I i don't know i mean i give you so many props i, I don't want to say i couldn't do it but I don't know if I could do it. And I don't think anybody, I mean, meaning just the fact that the stress and pressures of life, quarantine, paying bills, worrying about this, worrying about that, the pressures of of everything. Like as fun as sobriety talk is. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Was that a pivot? (laughs) That was a pivot. I'm going to switch gears here. So you guys, I just ordered McDonald's and it looks really good. Uh, shout out to McDonald's if you want to give I us know, those. I know, I'm no, they so ha- disgusting. I'm not, I'm not. I want to tell you something. Back in the day, yeah, back in the day, you know how we have those Hooters cards? Those Hooters. Oh, oh free Hooters yeah, you don't, for you, life? You don't use yours, but we all use them. Shout out to Hooters, by the way. Jax hooked me up and yeah. hooked us up and you get these free food, whatever, for, for life. Years and years ago, probably 15 years ago, I did a movie where McDonald's was in the movie. Really? And they gave me one of those cards for life. And I thought it was the coolest thing because I went from like literally being broke and be able to eat a 99 cent hamburger. So I had this free card. I thought this is worth like a billion dollars. And I lost it. I this lost. is when you were poor? I'm up for, yeah, from poor to just making like my first couple of films. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you something. That card, when I lost it, I think I had tears in my eyes. So I just want to shout out to McDonald's since you did. Feel free to reach out, uh, Randall Emmett Films on the IG. I'm always looking for the free shit. <laughs> Which, spoiler alert, now that we're talking about super healthy food, <laughs> hot dog on a stick. Be careful, Rand. We're in, oh. so we, first of all, hot dog on a stick was my jam as a kid, and I got their, you're really like okay. fucking with my vibe. Okay, go, wait, Thank hot dog you on for a the stick. McDonald's. 
hot dog on a stick wow, that was, was my harsh. jam was my jam okay yeah. i used to go to fashion place mall in utah just to get one like okay. fuck the shopping i'm going for the cheese dog respect i got the hot dog on a stick food truck for our wedding oh my god is that is that what i is that what well that's what yeah. i paid for wait hold on i have a question the hot dog on the stick the place i took you the other day to the drive through that place no that's wiener schnitzel that's also bomb okay i'm, I'm god, telling you this is you like guys. shout out to all fast food in the world wait a second so we have hot dog on a stick at our wedding yes so people get you free know how hot you dog went cray cray over like oh my god yeah. a corn dog yeah corn dogs cheese dogs no There's cheese on a stick and they dip it in the the breading and then oh my god I can i tell you how great this is for watering. somebody that's going to be really really drunk late late night oh that is absorb that alcohol get me so sober quick. right up yeah. and then we'll go right to the honeymoon suite and 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 do our marital commitment right there i i find that really hard to believe oh fuck you mean I'm going to get so drunk that I'm really not going to know my name? Good old, <laughs> <laughs> I okay, mean, I'll, good old Louis 13 days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I'm transitioning out of this. We have MGK on. I love you. I am so happy you got us hot dog on the stick because I love a good corn dog. You're welcome. Um, I want to get right into this because I don't want to lose any time with him because I know you're excited. And I and I do. I'm going to have to give a major pros because he doesn't realize how badass what the editor just sent me i want to tell him that so let's take a pause let's go to commercial we'll come right back we'll be back with mgk we are back motherfuckers and i have the most epic guest in the world some know him as MGK, but because he's my boy, I'm just going to call him Colson. <laughs> what up? Colson. That was a great intro. Yeah. What you the like fuck that? is up? <laughs> we have Machine Gun Kelly, Colson, my boy, my friend. Colson, I just got to tell people something real quick. You and I met on a movie I just directed, and I just want to tell you something. The editor who cut Lone Survivor for me sent me a text last night because he's cutting your scenes right now, and he's like, this guy is off the charts. I'm going to screenshot and send it to you so you don't, I'm not just hyping you up. You crush the shit. Crushed it. Ah, <laughs> let's go, dude. Let's go. That's so sick. Shout out to everybody that ever denied me in their movies. Yes. Isn't that such an amazing feeling? And you're like really good, Colson. Like, Randall has shown me some of the footage and it's fucking epic. And then the other night, I was watching Bird Box. And my boy pops up on the screen. I totally forgot you were in that. Was that like, for you, what was that like being like, holy shit, I'm going to act with Sandra Bullock? I mean, it was the sickest thing ever, Lala, until you watch the movie and you realize that I'm in it for 15 seconds. But other than that, it was a fucking <laughs> great, so great experience. <laughs> it was, and uh, we had actually shot so much more for that movie, but because of, how they rearranged the order of everything, like by putting the canoe throughout the whole movie. Cause it was never actually like that. The oh. canoe scene came yeah. in at the last, like towards the end of the movie, but because they narrated it, the canoe from beginning to end like that, a lot of the character development for everyone else in the house got cut. But, uh, because we're looking at Sandra Bullock's face the whole time. It's, it's, it's fucking awesome. And, and Sandy's my girl. And, uh, she also was very passionate about me, not drinking 10 cups of coffee a day. So she would get me free tea every morning. It was very nice. She, she, she was very concerned that my balls were not going to be, uh, uh, of use as I got older because I was going to, I don't know. I don't know if the coffee like jitters around. That's amazing. Oh, it like lowers the sperm count, sperm count too much or something, but 
she was very, very, very nice and, uh, and, and encouraged me to, you know, drink green tea keep instead. The population You're- growing. Yeah. You're already the most favorite guest I've we've ever, ever had. Ever. On this. And I, I want to say something, Colson. I want to tell you, I promise you, nothing, not one frame of film is going to be cut out of our fucking film because you're just too epic. Period. So I give you. Oh, no dude, word. you know, I, I, I'm I'm just for the I'm just for the art, man. I'm I'm super stuck. Whatever whatever you use, I'm with. But it, it also helps that you invite me over to Mark Wahlberg's house and we have a fucking amazing Sunday like two days ago. I was sick. By the way. Epic day, epic day. It's so weird for me because like I grew up in Utah and like Colson, I've been obsessed with your music for a really long time. And then I look at my movie producing fiance and he's like, hey, like MGK is going to come over and I'm going to take him to Wahlberg's house. I'm like, what the fuck is this life? What is happening right now? So I I was stoked you got to meet meet Wahlberg and do do the business. It was so cool. I, I, my, they, they wouldn't let my Harley inside his community. For, for those out there listening, if you've ever, I mean, we've seen some nice communities, but very rarely have you ever seen a community that they won't even let you bring a motorcycle in because the noise is just they, they just paid way too much money for any of that <laughs> peasant this. noise. Peasant so, noise. Uh, I had to leave my bike out. Randy gave me a gave me a ride in his fucking chop top fucking Phantom Rolls Royce. Fucking Matt Matt Gray with the, the red Gray. interior. Star Wars <laughs> crap that he had. Right. So I have a question for you. That's awesome. So my most memorable song when you like stepped into the scene was obviously with Waka Flocka, who I'm obsessed with, Wild yeah. Boy. Was that like the song that kind of changed your life pretty much? Or like was there like fill me in on that? So I had about three or four mixtapes out prior to that where people pretty much only in areas like Utah or Ohio or Kansas or Minnesota, like that was kind of the only buzz that I had was kind of just in like the, the C and B States. And then wild boy dropped. And I mean, the thing about wild boy was that that was out 14 months before it ever started getting heard on a national level. So it was kind of like, I mean, we were doing like, minivan runs across the country going to any radio station that would listen to us take us in also the word i mean that for for those who don't know the song says the the word bitch like 80 fucking five times you <laughs> right. know so it, yeah. it wasn't and it, it, it not 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 bitch in a derogatory way but it was just it just said yeah bitch yeah bitch yeah I'm, like I'm in a hyphy way it was like the hype music in a hype in a hype way yeah so it, it wasn't the easiest fucking song to pitch you know what i mean uh at all so it took a long time to catch thank god the youth embraced it and like ran it up and me and walker are still great friends i actually just ran into him in oklahoma city in a fucking parking lot which was the most random thing ever and then uh wow. we yeah we had a crazy night we went out had a crazy night oh i love uh, but yeah that. wild boy wild boy uh, i always got love for that one that was my first my first big one where are you from in utah your state's very strict <laughs> Yeah, you want to know what people say that, but they're like totally down for you to like get abortions or like marry your gay lover. Like they're Utah's pretty progressive. But let me tell you something: if you're at a club and you ask for more than one shot of liquor, uh, you ain't getting that. So it's kind of. But Colson, that's only that's only because they want to tax. They want to make all the money they can off that one fucking bottle. So they're like, it's not really about how much you're drinking. It's like. If we're giving them a shot, like that's all they're getting unless they want to pay for more. So it, they're they're just like trying to milk us for all our dough. Anyway, 
my next question for you is United States of America, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Milking us for all our dough since the day we were born. That is correct. And then, so were you already signed to Interscope and Bad Boy, bef- like when when Wild Boy dropped? No, no, no. I was still, I was still independent. You were still independent, and then after that, it was like everyone was on your jock. Well, you know what's funny is that that the first person that ever reached out to me and pulled up on me when I was when I started kind of blow up was Juicy J, and he shut the fuck I, yeah. up. Yeah, see, I don't even know who person, that is. Like, I, I was, I, we remember, we remember, Randy, remember we were talking about the the Lamontros? Yes, he, Juicy J. My first week of ever coming to LA, actually pulled up to the Lamontros to my room with a fat bag of weed and was like, "Hey, man, oh, fucking, sh- you know the the best part of Cali is the fucking weed. Like, if you're new out here, I gotta smoke you out." So he smoked me out, and we did a song together that was called Inhale. And he starts his verse off saying, "Yeah, yeah, call me something." And then my verse starts off, "Yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, call me Stevo. I'm a wild boy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." Just like kind of like an ode to the whole jackass thing. Wow. And then. My friend came in, and this is when we were living. I was living on my friend's couch, actually. So after after my after the label was done, um, like courting me yeah. to sign to them. As soon as I signed to them, they were like, "Okay, good luck, fucking bye." So I went was I was living on my friend's floor in North Hollywood, and we were using his studio. And I'll never forget, dude. My friend walked in. He's like, "Hey, I had these producers sample that one line that you said." And I think it, I think it could be something. And he played it for me, and it was like a whole new beat. And it sampled that, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, Coney Stevo. So it, it was, it's kind of a weird journey with that song. It was like wow. around, for, it was around even longer than the actual song. That's insane. I love that story because I'm, I'm a, I'm a rap head. You know, like while most of my friends were going home and watching Disney Channel, I was like watching BET with Hard, AJ and Free, you know, and like oh, listening I to the AJ, AJ and, and Free and a huge crush on Free. Yes, they were so hot and gangster and I was like listening to Ghetto Boys. So when I, you know, a chick from Utah hears that this guy from, you know, Ohio is like making moves in the rap industry and he's like this tatted up white boy and you go so hard like that story is really amazing that it started that Damn, way. Damn, thanks. Wow. Wow, like you are like you're like a little uh, encyclopedia. I'm impressed. You know, what's, you know what's cool, Lala, is that I thought I was going to come on the phone and that you were going to fucking hate me. Oh, what? she has been. No. And be super judgy. And here you are, the coolest fucking person ever. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. No, dude, no, I'm sh- telling you, I've been listening to like all of your songs on repeat since I found out that you were going to do our podcast. I was like, it was so nostalgic for me. <laughs> No, Colson, I swear to you, she's known your music. She's a huge hip hop fan and, and in every level of music, whether it's whatever, she she's just very, very like in the know. And I feel like I'm eighty five years old right now. Well, I'm almost. Fucking you're almost eighty five. Slow the fuck down. Well, not well but but well speaking you're definitely not because my twenty fucking three year old friend from Florida reached out and he was like, Hey, my friend Randall wanted to see if you'd get in this fucking movie. So I'm sitting there like, how the fuck do you know? How do you have so many ties all over the goddamn place? <laughs> and by the way, his friend, his friend. So I, I, I become like kind of. I love people that just have so much talent in things that I don't have talent in. I'm from Miami, and his friend is from Florida, and who I've gotten to know, and is one of the best wakeboarders in the fucking world. And, oh yeah. And then I realized they're friends, and I, I, I started obsessing about getting you calls in this movie. And I'm like, fuck the agents, fuck the lawyers. I'm going to everybody he knows that I'm associated with. And I was like, could you please call him, send him the script. It's the best role ever. 
And next thing I know, you know, he says, I'll do the deal. I'll come out. And and that's it. Rest is history. Dude, I'm so hyped about it. And then like, how did you were you just like bored in quarantine? I've been cyber stalking you as well. <laughs> were you just like bored in quarantine? And you were like, oh, shit. Hold on. We lost him. We got to get him back on the phone. We got him back. Hold on. He let's... said he asked us, do you have faith that my phone will stay alive? And we were like, we have faith. OK, let's 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 take a break. Take a break. Get him back on. We'll get him right back. All right. We got Colson. The, the All right, sorry guys, my, my phone died. You know when you're, you're smoking, you can't just like sit still. So I, I I was sitting by the charger, but then I started smoking, and I was like, "Fuck, I got to." What are you smoking, Colson? A cigarette or some some? Hell no, smoking no, a cigarette. I'm smoking a, a backwood right now. Oh, a backwood! How <laughs> how gangster of you! Yeah. <laughs> Fucking looking at my neighbor's house, he can't, he can't stand me. He 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 doesn't know that we know that he does a podcast about us. Wow. Oh my god! Are you that serious? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's some tea. He doesn't know that it'll uh, it, it'll turn into neighbors real quick. But oh. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Zac Efron. Oh shit! No. Oh my god! Let me tell you something. If you Coulson, do that, please invite us over. Yeah, we want to watch. I that. gotta watch that shit. Front row. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Anybody to fuck with you as your neighbor, they gotta be an idiot straight up. Oh, you gotta be. I have, the, <laughs> I, have, I have the most energy in the world for that type of activity. I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm 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 Tom Petty. Oh, I Don't love it. I fucking love it. Petty in all caps. Fucking. Uh, you know what's funny? I was gonna say. So how how we had met was through my friend Steele down in Orlando, who's who's a wakeboarder. His house actually. Who I, I've I've stayed there many times. I like it's one of those places where I have like the tour bus if we're going through. I'll always book like an off day in between shows in Florida, and we'll always take the tour bus to his house. Oh, that's so dope! I'll never forget one time we had a show in Orlando, and we went to his afterwards, and we kind of brought whoever was there back. So it was just like a concert full of people back at his house, and like oh, shit. Oh, I'll never shit. forget there was someone's mom there. Come on, and like. It was like the, a girl and her mom, and the mom was full on mom. Like I'm talking about grandma mom, though. You know, like. But was she fun? In her sixties, and I like was it? We were all just drinking in the kitchen, whatever. And I looked over, and I'm like, dude, whose fucking mom is this? You know what I mean? And wow, wow, like, oh, it's my mom. Wow, are you sure and that we wasn't me? <laughs> so uncomfortable, like. <laughs> and he has he had those boats and so we took one of the boats out and i'll never forget i was like dude we can't i'm not, I'm not fucking like I'm, we're not taking your mom's not getting on the boat like there's not like <laughs> you shut it down boat. dude that's amazing Bro, she was like 25 years old i'm like dude why is your mom here like this is so weird like we had to leave the mom at the dock we no i, I pack my mom around like she's a fucking chihuahua like colson i have this problem i want to talk to you about it privately she brings her mom yeah don't every- make me don't make me cut oh you, you bring your you're a you're a mom bring her too. yes everywhere Okay. Well, you're my fiance. Okay. Like no, she no, can no. come on family she vacations. In- I'm not taking her to the club with me or to like MGK's. You two bring this her was to the club. A very you're lying. This wasn't where mom should be. You know, where mom should be at, at, at yeah, three in the morning. This wasn't that. This was. It's twelve thirty in the morning. I just finished a show. Let's all go rage. Let me tell you something. I love her mom because she's like my mom and she's been there for me. But I, her mom would not show up at the after hours party at four in the morning. So that 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 we definitely have the boundaries. Good drawn. save, Randall. Good save. <laughs> I didn't want to pull out my fucking machete on you today. Hold on. I have a question. Colson, real quick. Have you so when so when you've seen Steel, how sick live in person is he as a wakeboarder when you see him? do those tricks is it out of control one time i was drinking a beer while i was on the wakeboard and he was riding next to me on his wakeboard and he 
like signaled like throw it up and so he carved out and then came back into the 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 wake jumped up in the air did a flip and i threw the can of beer up to him mid air he caught it and is drinking it by the time he lands back on the water no he is a superstar that is unfucking believable that is sick i told you babe he this kid is like the superstar of wakeboarding but what's most important about him is that he has an insane amounts of of useless talents that he's just so fucking good at. <laughs> like you can just go talents. to his Instagram and just watch him do things. Like like he he did this one thing where he sets up three buckets of water, and uh, he essentially like walks on water like with the tip of his toes what? like three times. Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's just a, it's a very hard feat and. No pun intended, but just it's it's it, whatever. And uh, Colson, it sounds to me like you're hanging out it, with and Jesus. He, and also, it's like he's one of those guys where I have a very big ego when it comes to ping pong. Oh, and you can't fuck. I, with I don't me, think Coulson. anyone can fuck with me on the Coulson. ping pong table. Oh, I see. I Coulson. see. Coulson needs to come on, play the pickleball. Let, let me let me get my shit off. Okay. I hear Drake, and and now I hear about to be both of you over there probably about to chime in and say, "Oh, you can't beat me at ping pong." I will fuck anybody up on the ping pong table. But I'll put any amount of money on it. I, I don't care. But but Steele, I had that attitude going into his house. And this is right when we first met. And this th- this almost could have been the downfall of our friendship because I, I, I almost never could be friends with him because five minutes after meeting him, he beat my ass in ping pong so badly. Oh I've never God. seen someone hit with such speed and accuracy and be such a, an asshole while doing it. It's, wow. It was so... It was yeah. So, uh, but other than him, I, I'll take on anybody. On okay, fine. I, I, I well, do you have a ping pong table at your house? No, it's in my soul. Okay, All right, wait, we wait, need to go buy wait, one, wait, no, and no, then we're doing. No, no, this. Hold on, I want to say something because Colson crushed it on my movie and came for basically, you know, for the love of the film. I am going to order you a ping pong table, ship it to your fucking house. This oh, yes. yes, yes, let's go. Yes, that's what I'm fucking okay, doing. That's I'm good sending you the, the ping coolest. pong table, hundred oh, percent. I'm ordering it today. That's gangster. I love that. Let's fucking go. That is the hardest gift. Thank you, man. Done. I love you. Uh, okay, last couple of things. Tell me about the two movies because I saw you in Dirt. Many people saw you in Dirt. How was that experience? Obviously, playing musician, but you're a real actor. So w- what was the experience? What was good? What was bad? What was great? Because you fucking crushed that movie. Oh, man. I had a the, some of the best times of my life on that movie. I I, I think one important aspect was that we went down there a month early to all become a real just band together. And, you know, which, which incorporated just the, the first night, you know, the Jeff Tremaine who directed the movie was like, we, we all got to go out to a bar. And, uh, we took these shots that had like little plastic, um, like army figures in them or like, or something or something yeah. that, and, and whatever. And our goal for the whole month before we started filming the movie was like, who could collect the most of those <laughs> oh, figures. Shit. So we had to go and drink. And so like, obviously you're just bonding through all these things. We're like, we're playing the Motley crew. Our first night that we go out together and we drink, we like walk past the whole, like Jesus is real signs for the big mob of people. Like, for, and we just took a picture with them in front of them. Throwing up, throwing. It was just all, it was, it was just, it was just a, it was, it that was really just like a Motley crew, bro. It was crazy. It was, it was a wild fucking time. I had a, that, that honestly, yeah, I swear was, to you that, that whole bonding thing and a cast coming together and in, in a special kind of movie like that had to be magical. That just had to be yeah. really, really cool. Almost like you can't even describe, you know what I mean? You're trying, but, but unless you're there, it's just one of those rare moments in life that you'll probably 
have with you forever. Right. So it's cool. Yeah, agreed. And, and they're still great friends of mine to this day. So it's it's really cool. And did you go to Sundance when your other movie made it into Sundance, which is gigantic? Did you experience that whole Sundance thing? Oh yeah, me and me and Pete went to Sundance together. Uh, I think we ate we ate a bunch of mushrooms and went to the <laughs> premiere. And I love this. And they're. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. I just want to say for people that don't know, because I've been to Sundance twenty years in a row. I've probably had ten or twelve, thirteen movies in the festival. It and, and Lala, you had your first movie in the festival this year. Yeah, it it is such an epic experience, especially when it's your first or second time. Will never be the same. So mad respect because to have a film in Sundance. That's a hard film festival to get into. Very hard. It's the hardest in in the United States. I mean, it's number one. So uh, yeah, that's, dude. that's gigantic. Dude, MGK, I'm so happy to see you still killing the game. And I love your little quarantine videos. I shouldn't call them little because, you know, no big <laughs> yeah. deal. You're like asking Marilyn Manson who you should cover. And you <laughs> fucking do Rihanna, who I'm like a, a huge diehard Rihanna fan. And listening to your, I was telling Randall, I was like, damn, I think I like his version a little bit more. How do I, <laughs> wow. how do I put that in my wow. iTunes? Wow. I, I, I love the fact that Rihanna comments on the page. I'm like, God, this guy, I, thank God I didn't know all this shit because I think I would have been overwhelmed, Colson, had I known, you know, yeah, the, the level, but I a little mean, intimidated, I, but he came, I just got to say this last thing. When you came to the set and we met and we met in the wardrobe trailer and you're like, fuck all this. I want to go against type. I want to do something fresh and original. I didn't come here to do the stereotypical role. I was like, this guy's really in it to win it. I mean, that's how Mark, as you know, Wahlberg, you know, that's, that's how like the best actors in the world approach it. And I, I know you have that special thing and I'm not just blowing your spot up. You know how I really feel. And I'm just proud to, to have you as a partner in this movie Aww. hey man i appreciate it you know what i, I you, it's it's cool the, the I, I fucked with you so hard when i met you because i went again you walked into the wardrobe trailer and i told you I, I just had this gnarly argument on the plane getting there like missed my flight even though i was on time sitting next to the gate my dumbass just forgot <laughs> to get on the plane i swear to god it's amazing and, uh, and so I, but i ended up getting there uh in time for the wardrobe fitting i walked in uh, the lady had like 20 options of the exact same outfit. I, yeah. I, I, I hated it. And, uh, I had asked to meet with you and you walked in and <laughs> I, I was frustrated. I was trying to suck it up and I just told you what I was frustrated about. I really wanted to push it, not be just something ordinary. And you took all the wardrobe. And he fucking took it, it off the hanger. Then he it. threw it on the fucking ground. I said, "We're done. All this shit goes." Amazing. Like, all right, bet whatever you want, however you want to play it. And, and uh, I said, "You're inspired by True Romance, so am I." I got in the movie business. That's one of the films that I I, I live for, and then you live. Oh for. yeah, exactly. We watched the True Romance scene. I said, yep. "This is a fucking character. This is this is this is a character. Like, we need to make one." So yeah, I, I appreciate you for letting me express my artistry. Though. Yeah, oh, when you when that. you said that, I just knew. I said, "Wow, he's a real fucking artist. He didn't come here to play." He right. came here to do the work and whatever. And then the next day we found all types of cool shit that you love. I loved, and, and we went out and did it. So I am grateful and thankful. And, and I thank you for coming on here today. Yeah, dude. Coulson, oh, yeah. like you really rock my fucking world, dude, for taking the time out of your day to do this. I'm really appreciative. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thanks for having me on. Of all right. Course, I'll call, slay the day. I'll call you when the ping pong table gets there. All right. Thank you, dude. Again. Thank you. All right. Later. <laughs> all right, all bye. right. Bye. What a fun day. It almost like makes me just want to like go over to his house and just like be a fly on the wall because he just seems like he has such passion for not only his art for life but just life yeah yeah you know like to, to having him talk about 
the ping pong thing, like something so small, he was like so passionate about it. But that's, but I think that's just being an artist, you know? And I think people, I, I just think people have to remember whether you're an artist or not, that you have to love life and it gets hard and it sucks sometimes. And there, I remember when I couldn't even pay the bills or I was so behind, but even in that, I was still optimistic. And right. I think this is just such a good energy to remember that, you know, we just got to fight for what we believe in and fight to love life and not get so down when the world feels like it's ending, which. Well, it yeah, has. because when, you know, like when I first started listening to his music and, you know, you look at him and where he's from and you see someone who's not your typical like rap artist and the battles and, you know, uphill battles that he probably had to face and then being a you know, making it in the rap world and then wanting to explore doing movies. It's just like, it's really inspiring to watch people like him, you know? And, and, you know, he has so many similarities, like Mark and I were talking about at Wahlberg. We were saying like, Mark came from music, Mark transitioned. Because, because those two had a, a meeting the other day or something like just yeah, to like, Hey, just, what's up? And they, they just, bonded over like where they come from and their I think, similar I think background. Up, I think their upbringings were very right. similar. They grew up both very, you know, in very tough places and they were, it was just sharing about, you know, the music crossover and how people Mark had a fight for every single role he ever got as an actor. Right. And I think that really inspired Colson because the more you get to know him, the more you see his obsession and passion for movies and, he really knows film. So I, I think, and then the music, obviously, you know, so it, I, I just think you're right. I think he has such a pat. I want, I was so excited for you to talk to him because you're so educated with who he is and his music and you could see kind of the, the energy. Yeah. And it's inspiring for someone like me who I grew up in the arts and then moved to LA to be an actress, you know, like most people that move out here, they don't move out here going, I think I'm going to move out there to be on a reality TV show, you know, Life just takes right. you in different directions. And for a really long time being on Vanderpump, I was like, I feel like I'm stuck in a box now. Like it's going to be really hard to get back into the acting. But, you know, hearing Colson's story and just like with my mom in my ear being like, you know, boxes don't exist. You know, no, no one can put you in one. So even though I'm on a reality TV show, that doesn't take away me being able to be in film and scripted TV. Like I can still do those things. I might have to work a little bit harder. <laughs> well, <and laughs> that's I, okay. No, and you, and you do work really hard. And I think that people in life sometimes, even if you're a doctor and you want to go do a regional play, like people go, oh, he's a successful or she's a successful doctor. I think that's perfectly said. I think people want to put us all in boxes. Yeah. And we have to kind of make sure that people remember that we're versatile, that we can do different things whether it's in the arts or anything else. And I think that, you know, the fact that you did start a reality show and people will try to pigeonhole you into that, right. you have fought very hard to go beyond that. And I think that, you know, I, I love people that are great at something yeah. and are successful at something, but they will fight to go show everybody they can do other things. And I think that's kind of the moral of, of his story, you know, and, and yours and many other people. I agree. I also think that we should have named this podcast the I Think Podcast because every other thing we say is, well, I think that it's this. I think that it's that. I think we should both take Here's our- Here's the thing. I think we should put our hands under our chins and just ponder. Ponder. I'm thinking. Of the day. <laughs> okay. And you guys, you have to bear with us. We have just moved into a new podcast studio that we are making into like a professional little studio 
and we're going to get carpets in here and the sound is going to be five star. But as of right now. But, but hold on. Let's do Let's talk about the good things we have. Okay. So we, our, our partner came and set up set us oh, up. They hooked us up fat. We got these microphones that I feel like I'm on the late, late show. I mean, they're pretty five stars. So. Right. Like, who am I, Jay Leno? I know. What is this? That's what I'm saying. I know. It's so cool. So, yeah, it's a little bare right now. But what did we order yesterday? We ordered our. We ordered our carpet and we ordered our big neon sign that says give them lala don't forget it has the dot 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 with randall yes it's pretty damn cool so so, so soon we're gonna we're gonna share that with people as yeah. soon as it's ready yeah like on the ig do we have do we have any callers um i think we need to go to the callers first voicemail hey lala and randall this is annie from kansas thanks so much for the podcast it's keeping my mind occupied and entertained while i'm partially unemployed during quarantine. My question is for Lala as a fellow stepmom. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for about a year and a half. He has two sweet angels who are four and five. But we are past the honeymoon stage, and I'm struggling a bit with knowing how and when to discipline and figuring out my role. Sometimes I feel super out of place. Little girls can be vicious, too. My man stands up for me, but it only does so much. So I'm just wondering if you, Lala, have had any not-so-great experiences as a stepmom and how you handled them. Thanks so much. Bye. I really like this question because I think it's important to make people aware that it's not all rainbows and butterflies being a stepmom. You do most of the time feel like you're bottom of the totem pole and you struggle to figure out your place and what you can do and not do. Um, First of all, I think the boundary as far as how to discipline, you should have that conversation with your partner. Because for me, I always asked Randall, like, what do you feel comfortable and uncomfortable with me doing? And he kind of just said, I think you do great just kind of being how you are and what you believe in and how a parent, you know, a step parent should be. So I, I just want to say something. Yeah, to step in. <laughs> I, no, no. I think every every relationship that is involving a step parent yeah. is different. But for me, I just felt it was so natural how you were with the girls and how we kind of went about it. You know, how we kind of eased in at the right time. I just feel it was a very natural fit. So we didn't really have to sit down and have like any real hard conversation because you, A, you were a natural. B, you're so fun and they love hanging out with you and doing all these fun things. And they right. also know when Lala's around and they're with us, it is serious. No soda during the week. I mean, you have definitely inspired them to be much healthier than I would have been kind of probably on my own. Yeah. So I'm very thankful because like my, my um, 10 year old said to me yesterday, I think she's like, I was drinking a diet Dr. Root Beer uh, or a, doc, uh, a root beer, whatever, Dr. Yeah. Pepper or something like that, whatever, root beer and um, a soda. And bottom line, she came up to me and I was like, oh, you want to sip? And she's like, um, it's Tuesday or Monday and Lala doesn't let us have soda during the week. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Lala has definitely the wrath of Lala is in this house. So the wrath. no, but no, but I'm saying it with love like you, you, right. have, you didn't we didn't have a conversation right. like that. You just said. These are the things that should happen. This is what I'd like to see in the house. And we just went with it. So I think my advice to you, Annie, would, you know, if there are certain things that you see in the household that concern you or, you know, you're bothered by, talk to your partner and then you guys work together and then you'll know your place. And as far as you feeling like an outsider, 
that is all in your head. I for so long felt like I did not belong. And the second I just changed my mentality of like, I do belong here. Like I'm loved. This is my family. All of that like insecurity pretty much left. So I get it. Being a stepmom is very, very hard. I've had real mamas tell me they think being a stepmom is even harder because we do fight, you know, not knowing our boundaries. But you got this four and five years old. You and I will conquer these youngins together because girl, once they're teenagers, like I don't even know if I'm about that life yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the good news is, first of all, you keep baby talking. So I'm sure there's going to be a baby by the time they hit, you know, teen life. So, yeah. So you'll, you'll lock down the baby. I'll handle the teenagers and, and we'll work together on everything else. Yes. I love that question. Annie Great question. from Kansas. Thank you. Let's go to the next one. Hi, Lala and Randall. My name is Allie. I'm from Cincinnati. Um, my question is, since you guys have become such a power couple, has Randall ever thought of making a superhero film? And if you guys could cast each other as a superhero, who would you pick for one another? Love you guys and love the show. Okay, so Allie, first of all, great question. Yes, I would love to produce a superhero movie one day. But, you know, unfortunately, a lot of those superhero movies are owned by the studios because they have divisions. Oh, my God. Wait, can you I just, should make a superhero movie called finish? Superfly. Okay. Is that, that a it, superhero? That was a movie. Yet? That was a movie. But Superfly. is it a superhero? Uh, hold on. Can I, can I just finish my one statement? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you cut I, me off. Sorry. I'm an artist. I'm such an artist. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no, listen. All I want to say is is that, uh, you know, I have always wanted to make a superhero movie. It's very hard to get the rights to these superhero superhero movies because of the fact that um a lot of them are taken up by the studios because marvel or different things are already owned right but i just want to go back to say if i was to pick a superhero for you and i and i really mean this because you're like my hero because i love you so much i look up to you you would be my wonder woman oh that is so sweet babe yep is the hulk a superhero yes i mean he's he's like he's i mean he kills people and is he bad is he a bad guy I don't, I don't know i'm not good in the superhero world so i'm not gotta, either yeah, but yeah. you'd be like the hulk because you're like nice and strong but kind of like a bull in a china shop is how i describe you so you'd be like my hulk or maybe like an iron man oh i'll take iron man he's badass he's i mean super badass i mean i'm not chiseled like iron man but damn his house is pimped out and the guy could fly around but and, that's why it's dope because yeah. you just wear iron no one even knows what you look like underneath oh my god you know, can you just put you iron? Put on? that shit on, babe. You look- can, can you make me a suit next <laughs> week so I just walk around the house looking super chiseled, but put like a twelve pack on my stomach? <laughs> yeah, totally. But by the way, I want to tell. I want to say one thing, and I love that question, and thank you, and and I love when you your fans become like a quarter of my fans. So thank you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say one thing. I am very proud of myself. I'm tooting my own horn right now. Toot you, it, baby. Toot 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 toot. Because you even because <laughs> you even acknowledged it. That I have lost during quarantine 12 pounds. I'm so proud of you. I'm going to lose 20 by the end. I know. 20. You and I love to binge eat. It's like so much fun. Well, don't even say you and I because you're, wait, hold on. You're skinny and super hot. Well, I'm also only 29. And Lord knows I can't be eating like this as I get older. That is correct. I can't go down at, by the way, last night, went downstairs, ate a piece of chocolate cake. Didn't even give a fuck. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. And, and 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 then I'm trying to lose weight and it's like, okay, and here's the thing. I'm so I've been so good every day now. I'm like uh, in in the zone. Except for the McDonald's that we just had earlier. I had a hamburger no french fry. Thank you very much. But I just want to say something very important. 
the problem with you is you're good. And then like at 1230, we're watching TV and you're like, babe, I'm just going to go downstairs for a second. But it's a lie. It's a manipulation. You go down there and you just go off. Yeah. And and I really have tell, tell everybody about the bagel bites the other night. That was so weird because I'm used to him kifing my bagel bites. <laughs> I like came up with like 12 bagel bites to yeah. watch a movie. And I know it's disgusting. I eat bagel bites in my bed. I'm not oh, proud of it. So Don't good. judge me. The be- the, 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 I mean, they're and the Randall best was ever. like, what are you eating? I said, bagel bites. And I like moved the plate over i didn't offer any because i don't like sharing food but i like moved it over just so he could reach without spilling on my duvet <laughs> and he didn't even reach over and i like had to do a double take i was like oh shit he he doesn't even want a bagel bite I'm in it. we're in it to win it baby i'm in it to win it you know what the thing is i want to be healthier and and uh this has been a good time to do it so I am. I'm trying to get it together. Today's podcast was extra fun. It was so fun. It was so fun. And I want to thank y'all again for being our listeners. We love you so much. Make sure you stay happy, healthy, and safe. And you go slay your homes today. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks, y'all.